You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back, folks, here on Big Blue Views Audio Lineup. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Chris Flum for our next preview episode. Hopefully you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. You had some good turkey. And we've got a very interesting matchup for the Giants coming up this weekend. The Philadelphia Eagles team that started the game, or sorry, the season rather, horrendously, did not have a very good start, won their first game, went on a skid. Everybody was out on the Eagles, assuming that they were going to be bad, like everyone thought at the beginning of the year. And as of late, they've been surging, playing some decent teams. They've gotten a win over the Broncos. They got a win over the Saints. That's put them at five and six. That's put the, putting them in a position to take that seventh wildcard spot, which, as we know right now, is not going to require a very good record. But whoever's going to be the closest to 500 is probably going to be headed to the playoffs in the NFC as that seventh wildcard team. But here in the in the situation for the Giants, they get to play this Eagles team that is surging right when they can't seem to be getting their stuff together. And Chris, it's actually kind of funny to think of it this way, where we almost thought that the Giants were starting to build some momentum. And the Eagles are the team that actually capitalized on building momentum and took advantage of it. Yeah, it really is. And they're the team with the rookie head coach. And yeah, they're the team with the quarterback that, you know, people were you know, out on after last year, you know, he was, he was a curiosity. Jalen Hurts was a curiosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, even up to about halfway through this year, people is, everybody was looking, it was like, well, this is a terrible year to need a quarterback. And it looks like the Eagles are going to have to draft a quarterback this year. But then, you know, a few weeks ago, something happened And they basically completely changed their offense. And all of a sudden they found traction. Right. That's the funny part that we're at right now with the Eagles is that everyone was talking about, okay, they've got three first round picks. They're going to draft the quarterback. Who's it going to be? Who's going to replace Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts is not the guy. And they've kind of found their identity in terms of what's going to work best for them, which is running the ball more and using Jalen Hurts as the offensive weapon that he is, and rather than just asking him to sit back there and play quarterback. And right now, ironically, or interestingly enough, not not so much ironically, he's leading the team in rushing. He's got about 600 rushing yards. So I think that opens up the question, Chris, like should we be worried about Jalen Hurts, or is it more so that he just works well with everything around him and he's more of a... Uh, an effective runner rather than a, a killer passer. I'm going to say you, we should be worried about him as a runner because that really is the focus of the Eagles offense and it's working really, really well right now. And they are one of the few teams that can say they, they run the ball to set up the pass and their offense is going to probably look strange to a lot of particularly modern 
football fans, but it's really kind of an old school college offense. Like it's the kind of offense we haven't really seen in the last 20 years or so, but it really does look like some early aughts Oklahoma football with a lot of running and ambidextrous running. They're running to the left, running to the right, running up the middle, and then also a ton of read option running and then building off of those concepts. And then they use that to create space for their receiving weapons, of which they have approximately two. (laughs) See, like that's the thing here is where they realized that and you would have thought that uh, you know Doug Peterson maybe would have figured this out at a certain point, but it, it takes Sirianni to, to realize that they don't have good receivers. Despite trying to draft guys, they're just not good. Devonta Smith is a good a good receiver, but he's a rookie, so you're not gonna you're not gonna necessarily get um, a huge dominant game out of him every single week. He's not Jamar Chase, as it turns out. <laughs> but uh, here we are, though. They realize, you know, what? it's not gonna work if we throw the ball. Let's use what we have, which is a handful of good running backs and a quarterback who's a really talented runner. Yeah, and it it is working because they still do have a good offensive line. They've got a good run-blocking offensive line. And Jalen Hurts is built like a running back. I mean, you have, if you have a guy in the backfield who's 6'1", 220, 225 pounds, odds are he's your running back especially if he runs a four five forty and you know, knows how to predict where blockers are going to be and, you know, set up his blocks. Like Hertz is built and runs like a running back. He, he's not a quarterback who can run. He is really much more of a running back who can throw. And it, it is working to the Eagles advantage, especially because yeah, the NFL is not really set up to defend that sort of uh, offense right now. Yeah, they're the NFL went through their read option phase. They went through that with uh, the Dolphins and their Wildcat phase back in uh, 2008, and then you had the you know Michael Vick had his time back in the sun. And, you know, teams were looking for running quarterbacks, but then those guys started to get hurt and, you know, they didn't really keep it up. Now, that does, of course, lead to the question whether or not this kind of offense is sustainable for the Eagles. But right now, it is working for them. Yeah, it is certainly working for them. And it has it has netted very positive results. And so taking this from the perspective of this Giants defense, I, I'm wondering how well they're going to match up in this situation because they have done an effective job. It seems like defending the run for the most part, but I don't know if they've really been tested by a team that runs the ball the way that the Eagles do. If, if you think back to the most recent stretch of games, it's mostly been pass heavy teams that are really good at throwing the ball and Patrick Graham drew up a really good scheme and it's going to be the complete opposite opposite of that here is, the emphasis needs to be on the run game. You can't necessarily do what you did against the Raiders and try to do against the Bucks, where you, you said, go ahead, run the ball. We're going to try and take everything away deep. That's not going to work in this game. They're going to have to have a completely different uh, defensive approach. Yeah, and I would say that the Giants kind of struggled to defend the run against the Cowboys. The Saints dropped 170 rushing yards on them. The Broncos, they held the Broncos in check up until the end of the game. 
but they the Giants haven't really like you said, faced a team quite like the Eagles where yeah, they can get the numbers advantage running the ball because their quarterback is a threat to run the ball on just about any play. Even if it's a passing play, a lot of their passes are designed to keep the scramble as a viable option. And right now he's scrambling more than any other quarterback, and that includes guys like Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson, and he's picking up more yards doing it. He's averaging... Uh, I think 6.2, 6.3 yards per carry, and he's got eight rushing touchdowns. So, Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that is a, a definite threat. And you know, considering all of the different wrinkles the Eagles have put into their run game, what worries me is the consistent issues the Giants have had, both setting an edge on defense and also just being disciplined on defense, you know, guys being in their positions, you know, honoring their run fits, tackling well, taking good angles to the ball, you know, all the things we'd spent a lot of time talking about when we went over the Buccaneers game, Mm -hmm. the Eagles are probably going to test that even more than the Buccaneers did. Yeah. The stuff that was problematic for the Giants in this past game was that Byron Leftwich, Tom Brady, Bruce Arians realized if we just take what they're giving us, we're going to slowly chip away and we don't necessarily need to put up 45 points. They probably could have, but the approach just seemed to be, let's just take what they're giving us. It's going to take up a lot of clock. It's going to tire out the defense. By the end of the game, we're going to have them beat and we're going to be able to do whatever we want as long as we stay consistent with that. And they, they ran the ball really well. They picked up good, just enough chunks and then a lot of dump offs to the running backs early on. And that's what started to chip away at this Giants defense. And it seems like this Eagles team does that pretty well. And that's, that has to be the, the point of emphasis here is tell them to tell them to take deep shots, like go for it, take deep shots. You should not allow anything that is close to the line of scrimmage. Any of those, those, those flare routes that killed them against the Bucks, And you also can't allow them to run, run the ball. Uh, let them throw the ball deep. I they don't do it effectively, and they're not going to do it effectively. No, you. I would hope that Graham would play. Yeah, balancing man and zone against an option team is tricky because you've got RPOs that can take take advantage of zone coverage, and then read option can really victimize man coverage. But if they can effectively mix those up and maybe give Hertz some looks he's not expecting or he can't decipher, yeah, the Giants have the personnel, I think, to be able to contain the Eagles as long as everybody does their job. And it's going to put a lot of stress, I think, on those young edges the Giants have, on Aziz Ojolari, Quincy Rocha, uh, O'Shane Zimenez, if, if he plays, Lorenzo Carter, if he plays, Ellerson Smith. And I, you know, the interior defensive line should be okay. I kind of worry about the linebackers just because they don't have Blake Martinez there. You know, I would trust him to be able to sift through all of the, just everything and be able to follow and find the ball. I, I'm not sure if Tate Crowder, Bernardrick McKinney, Reggie Ragland, yeah, if those guys are have quite the same uh, football acumen as Blake Martinez does, but then with the secondary, the, this Eagles offense, it, it's 
kind of like they it matches up oddly with the Giants defense in that it almost ignores the Giants defense's greatest strength, which is their secondary. Right, right. Um, and flipping the script now, Chris, to, to talking about this, this, this Eagles defense, um, they have what is probably going to be one of the most difficult, fully healthy, or at least I believe fully healthy defensive lines that they're going to face or that they, they have faced. And that's crazy to say because they played the Broncos. They played the, the Bucks last week, but they were missing a bunch of people. But this group has been a big reason why they've had success recently. Josh Sweat, as we know, is really turning into a really talented pass rusher. Um, Derek Barnett, who we were talking about before the show, it's crazy to say that the guy's only 25 years old and it feels like he's been in the league for a really long time. But that's not even the only guy that's going to kill him. All the usual suspects, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Vernon Hargrave, those guys are all still a problem. So here we are, <laughs> another week, another hard defense defensive line to go up against, and the Giants' offensive line is barely staying afloat. Yeah, it was kind of sobering to look at ESPN's updated pass rush win rate for the edges and interior defensive line and realize each of the Eagles starting defensive linemen, their two edges, Sweat and Barnett, and their two interior linemen, Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave, are each in the top 10 for pass rush win rate. Now, they haven't been getting as many sacks as I think we expected them to, but they're still really, really good at beating blockers, and they can be very disruptive in the backfield. You know, Sweat is an athletic freak. He That's just the only way to describe him. He is fast, he is agile, he is twitchy, and he's versatile. The Eagles have kind of been using him as a occasionally as a zone defender on zone blitzes which is something i think we'll get to in a little bit but then you've got barnett who's got really good short area quickness he's got great power good leverage and he's a technician out there fletcher cox is still fletcher cox he's having a down year production wise but that's starting to pick up now that their offense is picking up and he is just one of these savvy lineman who's seen everything kind of like in Dominican Sue. He isn't what he isn't quite what he used to be, but he's still good. And then Javon Hargrave has stepped up. I think he's ESPN's third ranked pass rushing defensive tackle, which is not something I think giants fans want to hear, especially considering <laughs> the, the way the offensive interior looked Monday night. <laughs> Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right. 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 The, the, that's exactly where we're at right now is that they their interior is 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 terrible right now. Their interior offensive line is is clearly the problem. Not that Nate Soldier or whoever's playing right tackle is very much better, but to to now face a group that has not just one talented player, but multiple talented players that can wreak havoc, that's going to be a handful. That is going to require a lot of attention. Um, and I almost wonder, you know, with uh, Freddie Kitchen's first time calling the plays, what the approach is going to be. Are they even going to be able to really stretch the field? Are they going to be forced to just get the ball out as quickly as possible? They could very well be in that type of a position. Yeah, and this could wind up being a very tough matchup for the Giants. I I don't really expect uh, dynamic changes to their offense, especially not on a short week that with a holiday in the middle of it. The players they have are the players they have. And yeah, they're not all of a sudden going to turn Evan Ingram into Rob Gronkowski as his prime. Uh, Daniel Jones isn't suddenly going to morph into Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. Uh, you know, Kenny Galladay isn't going to be Plaxico Burris in his prime. You know, they have the hand they've been dealt right now. And there are things the Giants can do, I think, to use their players more effectively. But this is this matchup up front has the potential to, to derail all of it. You know, I'm sure the Giants are going to want to run the ball. I'm sure they're going to want to attack downfield more. I don't think they're they're going to want to throw the ball three yards again, but they might be forced to. And you know, the Eagles secondary, you know, Darius Slay is playing very well. There's the rest of their secondary is fine. It's not as bad as it used to be. A couple of years ago, it was it was embarrassingly bad, but it, they've gotten a few young guys. They've gotten some, you know, Anthony Harris is a good safety. They've gotten a few younger guys who are playing reasonably well. And they've got guys who can capitalize when this defensive line gets disruptive. Exactly. So that's that's also what I think adds to what why this defense is surprisingly so good. It, it, they have all these guys in their defensive line that we knew were really good, but when a, a quarterback's under duress, the secondary can take advantage of that. And it's it's kind of the opposite of what we see with the Giants, where the secondary does all the work and the defensive line sometimes capitalizes on it. Um, but here we are now with the Eagles. They have the guys that can create and finish off plays if the defensive line puts them in that position. You were talking about earlier how they're not really like a sack productive group, but they are a very disruptive one that leads to these mistakes from these quarterbacks. And again, something that you don't want to be seeing if you're Daniel Jones. No, not at all. And to take a step back, there was the 
article, I think it was from Pro Football Focus a couple years ago, basically saying that investments in the secondary are more important than investments on the in pass rushers. And this kind of uh, – the developments of the Giants and Eagles defenses are kind of why I disagree with that analysis. Yeah, it wasn't all that long ago where the – the Giants were the ones who created the phrase, you can never have enough pass rushers. Well, it's been a while since the Giants have really heavily invested in their pass rush. It, the Eagles mirrored the Giants' defense for a long time, which, considering for a while, it had the Giants' defense had Steve Spagnuolo's fingerprints all over it, and he learned from his time in the Eagles organization. So it, it makes sense that the two defenses were similar but ever since then the eagles have more or less stayed true to that ethos and the giants haven't and i think having the ability to attack an offense to attack into the backfield that to me is just a little bit more important than investing so so heavily in the secondary of course both are obviously important both Pass rushers and coverage players are cornerstone positions, but I don't know. Just being able to directly affect quarterbacks like that, just given the rules of the game right now, seems a little bit more valuable to me. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Um, the last thing though that you we made note of here, or that you made note of here, Chris, that I want to bring up is that you know the impact that we get from, or the impact that they have from running a lot of zone, um, and then also the utilization of zone blitzes, which makes that pressure group all the more dangerous that they're able to, to, to they blitz the way that they do. Yeah. The, the Eagles didn't really blitz much this year. Uh, I think they have something like the third lowest blitz rate, but lately they've been doing more of that. They've been dropping guys like Josh sweat and Barnett into coverage in zone blitzes. And they've been doing a lot more mixing and matching of coverage shells. They're not just sitting in you know, cover three and more or less letting offenses do what they want. They're playing cover two, cover three, cover four, uh, hybrid coverages like cover six, and forcing offenses to do a lot more uh, reading and changing things up on them. And then when you do that and you can you have guys who are capable of effectively dropping into coverage and making plays on maybe quick passes underneath like sweat is able to do that opens up the ability to send pressure from unexpected locations and it combined with the way the eagles are playing offense right now putting points up on the board they've uh, two of their last three games have had uh or two of the last four games have had they've put put up 40 points then they put up another 30 points in a third game yeah that that makes life a lot easier on the defense and it all, the way they're able to control the clock also starts to make opposing offenses more desperate, which can lead to more mistakes. And mistakes tends to be the common thing that we talk about with this Giants yeah. offense. And hopefully there are less of them with a def- different offensive coordinator. We'll have to see how Freddie Kitchen does in his debut, but that will be coming up on Sunday. Folks, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date. Talk to you soon.
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on? Oh, mom. No. <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. 